Hey, you know Cody Mackman. Good evening. How y'all doing tonight? Oh, you can do better than that. I said, how y'all doing tonight? Yeah, all right. Uh, my name is Alexander Richardson, and I am so excited to welcome you all to tonight's performance. We're trying things a little differently here at Barely There Theater this month, and we really hope uh, you guys like, like what we put together. Few quick housekeeping things before we can begin. Uh, please take this time to turn off or silence your cell phones uh, or your pager if there happens to be a doctor in the building. Be courteous audience members, and be sure to stick around after the show for a quick message. That's it. That's the whole spiel. Uh, now, please sit back, relax, and enjoy Ghostlight, featuring Adam Cerny. Good evening, or afternoon, or morning, or dusk. I guess it's all a matter of perspective. Regardless of your beliefs on where we stand in the time of day, hello and greetings. So nice to see you all. Well, not all of you. Anyone behind the first row, I can only see from the waist up, so I guess I, I really can't see you. Part of you, sure, but not all. Can I say it's nice to see you all? After all, I'm not seeing all of you. It's nice to see you all, front row. It's nice-ish to see everyone else. That's the thanks you get for not getting here early enough for the best seats, and they are the best seats. Someone wearing all black backstage handed this to me. A bottle of beer. Told me it was my prop. I don't recall rehearsing with this. Oh well. Mmm. Gah. Wow. That's good. I should probably take this time to apologize for my appearance. I was in a car accident earlier. Not tonight. Uh, about a week ago now. Some would say that a week is enough time to recover and put yourself back together after something like that. As far as I'm concerned, it takes about a week to get over something like that. So I should be put back together come tomorrow. Come back then. This is my first time acting. I hope you all bear with me. If I go blank for a little while, it probably means I forgot a line. You all may be wondering what this is all about. As far as I can figure it out, it's about someone who's had a bad life. Narrows it down, I know. They talk a lot, which I guess is good for a one-person show. The director assured me this is quite normal for theater, so I just kind of took his word on it. My first time acting, the script's kind of weird, and it was an intimate process to get it here tonight. What else? There will be several points tonight where I will ask questions of the audience. They're rhetorical, but please feel free to answer them. Whether or not you vocalize that answer is up to you. So, what do you all want? For me to, to quote Shakespeare? Wax philosophic? Wane lyrical? Make you think about your past? Their future? Maybe you just want me to talk. Who did you think of 
And I said, there? Who are you thinking of now? Well, I hope you're having a good time with this performance, with your life. I genuinely do mean that. Sometimes it's nice to hear kind words from a stranger or, or half a stranger. You're all strangers to me, except for my parents who are actually here tonight. Hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. <laughs> that was my line. They're not actually here. <laughs> I, I've been coming to the theater for years, mainly to support friends, but occasionally I do like what I see. I'm one of those people you hate. I sit in the back on my phone most of the time, but I'm sure to holler and clap and stand during curtain call when my friend bows. Every now and then, I, I actually do see a player musical that's so good it makes me think. Not about the script or the performance or anything, but the work that goes into it. I've always wondered when watching shows, I look at the lights and wonder why are they pointed the way they are? Why they're using the colors they are? Uh, about why the sound designer picked that music for that scene change. It didn't really work for me. They had to know that when they picked it, that it wouldn't work. But the thing I wonder about most is the actors, the characters. I sit there and I watch them talk and talk and talk. I kind of just glaze over the actual performances. I begin to wonder, where does the actor begin and the character end? How much of a performance is real? There has to be some truth to it, right? Right? Otherwise, what's the point of coming? I could go see a movie just as easily. I'm still going to a theater. I can still claim I'm cultured for doing it. No. There's a reason people still come. There's something to it. When an actor gets up here and performs for you, they're telling you a story. It might be the one the playwright intended. It probably isn't. There's another monologue about theater later on in the script, but it's, it's from the character, not me. I don't really know if I like it, but hey, to each their own. Oh, oh. sorry. Uh, still have some nasty whiplash from that accident. I've heard that it can come and go for years, so I'm looking forward to this. Guy who hit me was a real ass, ran a red light. Oh well, I lived, didn't I? Now you're probably wondering about this character I'm playing, right? Seems kind of weird, sort of off. Truth be told, there was this big monologue at the beginning explaining why they are the way they are. Truth be told, again, when I came out here and saw that I was actually about to perform for people for the first time, I panicked. I skipped the opening monologue. You all had no idea until I told you I did that. Good one, okay. I'm going to double back, do that quick bit, and then jump back to where we are in the story. Please all pretend I didn't tell you I just skipped it. Jesus Christ. All? My name is Max. My last name doesn't really matter. It could be yours coincidentally, but it's mine incidentally. 
I never went to college, and I dropped out of high school. Growing up, I moved 13 times. I don't mean moving houses either, but moving homes, having to relearn the accent I should talk with, the, the lingo I should use. For, for example, what, what do you call it when a building is opposite another on street corners? I call it catty corner. People out here call it kitty corner. People down in Texas call it the one next to the gun store. <laughs> Thirteen times is a lot to move. It's even more when you're split between parents. Dad went one way, mom went another. They, they flipped a coin each year to see who got me. I moved 13 times, so I never made friends. I wasn't good at it. I, I was good at making people think we were friends. I, I got really good at, at making people think that I could con them. You would be amazed at how much people will bet on a coin toss. 10 bucks? Their kid? It was in high school that I realized I really had a knack for taking people's money, so I decided to leave, headed for the mountains, where the trees touch the sky and people are foolish enough to try as well. The first thing I noticed about the mountains was the rain. It rains different up there, sideways and up. It's as if that's how the rain is supposed to travel. And it puts on a spectacle for those of us watching. The clouds seem confused. We're so close. Yeah, that reminds me of this vacation I took to the mountains a while back. Okay, I say vacation, but really, my roommate wanted to go. We go up there in winter. He was big into snowboarding. I wasn't. <laughs> One particular night, I went out for a few drinks. I hit up one of the local bars, same as every other night, a real hole in the wall. <laughs> There's nothing like drinking in tourist towns. These bars have everything. Even the angry drunks will tell you a funny joke. Mm. Beer's out. Be right back. This stuff is truly terrible, but I gotta quench my thirst somehow. You would think water would be the drink of choice, but the only, only liquid I can find is nice, soothing beer. <laughs> it's weird. Before I started, it was buzzing with activity back there. People getting dressed, stagehands running around in black, but it's empty now. Seems like I'm the only one here. Are any of you here with me on this lovely evening? How many of you are at home with your bills, your pets, your, your, your life? 
how many of you hung your troubles at the door and just came for a quality night of theater? That's one thing that bothers me. We go out to avoid our problems. Tell me, the last time you went to a movie, was it to get away or to be reminded about your problems? To get away, why else would you go? But now, but now it's all capes and superpowers and robots taking over the world. We go to the movies to see life bigger and brighter than it possibly can be. But anytime you go to the theater anymore, it's all depressing. I think it's hard to watch. But I guess people like these types of stories, else theaters wouldn't be selling as well as they are. Ticket sales are just skyrocketing. <laughs> Theater is magical that way. It can transport you to whole new places, teach you new things. It can teach you to appreciate what you have in life. You may not have as much as your neighbor or that one dreamy movie star, but you have enough for yourself. Movie and television tell you to want more. Theater tells you to be happy with what you have because it, it could always be worse. You could be a, a pair of star-crossed lovers doomed to die or a salesman doomed to die. <laughs> Maybe that's why people like fiction. No one ever dies. <laughs> Sure, Romeo and Juliet both take the big sleep at the end of the tale, but by the next night they're resurrected, born to die again and again and again. I think Romeo and Juliet are still going to be dying long after you and I are dust. Cheating death must be the magic of stories. I don't know that I agree with that. What about all the characters and all the forgotten novels? They're dead now too, right? Seems to me characters are just as mortal as people. You and Hello? Did you all... Here? Sorry, I thought I... <laughs> Do you ever have those dreams that just stick with you? You wake up, but it still feels like you're dreaming. That's where I'm at right now. I remember glass breaking. Sorry, uh, sorry. Back to the story. One of my favorite things to do is to listen when people talk. And I don't mean when they're talking about anything remotely important. I mean the conversation they make to fill air, kill the time. They say such little things that seem so insignificant but when they're put down on paper, wow. For example, I was sitting at a bus stop the other day 
and this pair of friends was there. It was the middle of summer, and it was unbearably hot. The clouds had just rolled in, but the sun was still trying its best to shine through, giving us that lovely midday twilight where, where you feel awake. But you could settle for a nap. It started raining. That light drizzle that leads into tree-breaking rain. You could smell the energy in the air. That crisp copper smell. One of the friends says to the other, it could all be over by four. And she was right. The storm could have all been over by four. She wasn't, for the record. It kept raining until at least eight that night, so it goes to show. Don't get your forecast from a pair of strangers at the bus stop in the rain. But years later, this still sticks out in my mind. It could all be over by four. It could be the storm, the, your, your streak of bad luck, your shift at work, hell, even your life. Cut off in traffic on the way to work, another victim of a fatal motor vehicle incident. Okay, you heard all that, right? That's not part of the show. Or if it is, we never even rehearsed it. Is it me, or is, uh, is, is the air getting a little thin in here? <sighs> Sorry about that. I just, uh, yeah. Sorry, got really dizzy. Where was I? Uh, anyone? <coughs> Thank you. Before we go back on, I, I'd just like to say this guy, my, my character, has a point with the whole memory thing. I, I, I think it's really cool what little bits you can recall just like that. I, I remember playing with toys as a kid, eating a sandwich on a lunch break, walking down the hallway in, in fourth grade. I could tell you all about me playing with toys as a kid, but you don't give a crap. I could explain it perfectly and, and it still wouldn't matter, but, but that's fine. That's my memory for me to keep. Finders keepers. Okay, sorry, I'll get back. Uh, it could all end at four. Four strokes of the chime vehicle. Ah, yes! All right, next. No. No, no, I'm going to take some time for me. I told you all about the character earlier through the playwright's words. I never told you about me. My name is also Max, ironically. That's ironic, right? I was never good with the words. <laughs> I didn't move much as a kid, stuck to the same town went to the same schools as all my friends all the way through high school, graduated, went to college, decided it wasn't for me and, and dropped out, got a decent job, moved and got a better job, auditioned for this, now we're here. Oh, and got hit by a car. 
that too. But that's a small road bump, a pretty normal life, a nice life, a good life. So why am I here acting? Glad you asked. <laughs> Truth be told, I auditioned because I was told there would be community. But one of my friends who does a lot of acting, he was telling me about how if you're feeling lonely, the theater is the place to be. Sometimes it's nice to pretend to be someone else. So I googled auditions in my area, and I saw this theater was holding auditions for their season. So obviously I rushed out, got a new outfit, and auditioned. They told me I had a great audition. They're probably disappointed with what they got. I thought I was set. They liked my audition. One of the actors there told me I did a good job as I was leaving. I was already making connections, but here I am alone, doing a one-man show by myself. <laughs> no community. Major bummer. I've completely lost track of where I was. Ever since I came out and skipped the first few pages, I've lost all sense of what weighs up. There were some more speeches and scenes from the character, but I'm, I'm having a really hard time concentrating. It can't be the beer. I've only had one and a half. There's one speech I actually really liked. I can't remember it for the life of me right now. There was something about how we're all tin men walking around with steel skeletons and straw flesh. I wish I could remember it. I think I'll still be disheveled at tomorrow's performance. This is getting ridiculous. That's... What? That's... Bizarre? It seems... I can't find my pulse. Or my heart. Am I... Death doesn't occur the way you expect. It's always quick. People think of death in hospital beds. Long periods of time where you suffer and wither away. That's dying. Dying is long and painful and happens the moment we're born. Death is quick. It's instantaneous. The brain realizes it has reached its expiration date and it fires on all cylinders. You, you feel free and happy. Some people claim they've died and come back. They describe life flashing before your eyes. It doesn't work that way. When you die, you create the world you live in. I hear screaming. If we spirits have offended, think no, that's this. That's and not me saying that. Friends, Romans, countrymen, My lend me your killing me. To be or not to be, that question has been done a bit to death. Has Someone help me! Sorry about that, folks. Sometimes I forget my lines and just throw out the first thing that comes to my mind. I'm back now. 
where does the actor end and the character begin? When a show closes, how much of a character does an actor take home with them? How much of that actor gets taken with the character? Each night, an actor dies. That has to take something out of them. Please, anyone, if I had a heart attack here on stage, would any of you help? Or would you think it's part of the act? Is there even a doctor in the house? Show of hands, who here could help me if my heart stopped? Oh, that's comforting. Are any of you even there? A death in the family is, is always hard to swallow. Finding out you're the lucky one to pass is even harder. Hey, Max. It's Max. Sad to see you go. Look on the bright side. We get to keep doing this again. Night after night after night. Think of all the rediscovery we get to do. Each night is a new miracle. First I find out there's only room temp beer and then I'm dead? What a day I'm having. Are you there, God? It's me, Max. <laughs> I remember. It's funny, the, the things you remember. Not your life flashing before your eyes, just your life right up to the end. I remember picking up my keys. I remember getting in the car. I remember driving down the street. I'm on my way to rehearsal. I take a left, a right, a straightaway. I pull up to the red light. It's funny, I remember every detail after leaving the house. The clock on my dashboard reads 6.27 p.m. Everything is so clear so precise, so perfect. It's a beautiful day. The sun is setting. It's like the world is daring me to stop and relax. For just three seconds, my life is in order. And then, green lights, glass, a thousand paper cuts. I'm so warm, it's like being covered in blankets. That's funny, I, I don't remember my face feeling that way. M my neck hurts. How'd I get in the passenger seat? Who's screaming? Is it, is it me? N no, I think. The driver. I'm sorry. What for? I feel fine really warm. It's, it's actually pretty, pretty comfortable. My rear view mirror is on the ground. That's, that's weird. That, that, that's not where that goes. Normally, I'm in my reflection. That's weird. That, that, that's, not, that's not where that goes. I'm sorry. You keep saying that. What for? I'm sorry. Am I saying that? I probably should be. I'm so warm. Someone's telling me not to move. Stay in the car. Why? I'm sorry. Please be quiet. My head hurts. I'm so warm. Really tired. Stay with me. There's so many voices. Stay with me. 
pain. Stay with me. Screams. Stay with me. Blood. Say no. Warm. Comfort. Tired. This isn't so bad. I can sleep now. Finally, I'm comfortable. People always say, it's funny how life works. Well, it's funny how death works. It's not that bad, actually. Good night, everyone. Until next time. Thank you for listening to this month's play. The goal of Barely There Theater is to create plays and entertainment for people free of charge, anywhere they want, anytime they want. Subscribe to us for mostly weekly updates with new audio plays, rehearsals, and whatever else might come up. We do ask that if you liked what you just listened to, consider donating to us at our website, barelytheretheater.com. And if you're in a position where you can't afford to donate, that's okay too. Consider passing this episode along to someone who you think will enjoy it. Get a hold of us at our email address, feedback at barelytheretheater.com, or leave a comment below if you're listening on YouTube. Tune in in the upcoming weeks for a behind-the-scenes look at the rehearsal process of the play you just listened to, where you can hear the growth, bloopers, and whatever tangents we may spiral off into. Once again, thanks for listening to Barely There Theater.